Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to talk about earthquakes today because I think that is next on the horizon. First of all, I want to say I'm actually a positive person. I know you you may be listening to the broadcast from time to time and think, how does this guy do it? How does he not slit his wrist or quit or something? He's always talking about negative. Well, to me, it's not negative. To me, this is soul winning. Oh, yes, I know, I understand. I'm not given the offer to receive Jesus and never broadcast. However, I believe I'm sowing seeds. And just like you, one of these days, I know those seeds will come to pay off. Now, let me tell you why I'm, what I'm talking about. So this past Sunday morning, during praise and worship, Leslie grabs the microphone, and very rarely does she do this, but she says, I have a prophetic word. I see a vision. She began to describe this vision. And before we get into it here, she says, and I didn't see this when I first got it, but this is actually for Pastor Stan, meaning it's for me. But now I tell you this because this is actually speaking to you too. There's a day coming when people will turn to you and begin to listen. So here it is. I saw this long dock. And at the end of the dock, far, far in the distance, I saw clouds. I saw a group of clouds. And I saw Stan walking down this long dock, and Stan had blinders on, and were focused to get to the end of the dock. He wouldn't let anything distract him. There were so many distractions on the way. I saw a fat, fat fish sitting on the dock as he was walking by them. In other words, other ministries and other ministers that are big and have plenty of money. Some of them were trying to trip Stan. Others were trying to push him off into the water. They didn't want to have anything to do with you, Stan, but you were focused to get to that cloud. Others were trying to push you out of the way. The fat, fat fish were playing cards and eating and laughing and having a good time. And as Stan reached near the end of the dock, the fish became thinner and thinner until the fish at the end were so skinny they were just bones, just just piles of bones. But they were breathing, but just barely breathing. But Stan kept going. They looked like skeletons. Stan was focused and would not stop. You were there trying to get to the end goal that the Lord had promised you and promised to give you many years ago. As you got to the end of the dock, the clouds parted, and the clouds were covering a very large ship. The ship was revealed and was very large, so large that I couldn't tell how large the ship was. All this time, this cloud was covering this large ship you were headed to. You didn't let anything deter you. You climbed the ladder on this large ship and began to speak to not just to the fat fish that were glorying in their food and glorying in themselves, but you also began to speak to those that barely could take a breath. You begin to speak to those fish who were dying on the dock, and you're reviving them. The more you spoke, the more they became alive. The more you spoke, the more the fish and the meat began to come back upon their bones. The fish were becoming whole again. This is your destiny, Stan, says the Lord. He says, so many times you have wondered, why the good old crowd the ones that were fat and happy, hadn't invited you in to speak. But you didn't let that deter you. You just continued on the path that had been set before you. You continued to stay focused. 
You didn't let them pull you into their good old boys club. You didn't let them do that. You didn't let anything deter you. The Lord says, as you continued to walk that path, you knew that you would be speaking to those who were dying spiritually. They needed to be revived. That is your calling. That is why so many fish will be saved. Here it is. Here it is. Listen to this. This is talking about you, brothers and sisters. That is why so many fish will be saved at the end of your ministry. Because you will revive those who have revived spiritually. They will finally hear something that sounds like truth to them. They will finally be able to swallow the pill, so to speak. They will finally say, I don't like some of this, but I like the truth. Don't be concerned. There will be others beside you that will help revive these fish. You know that I have had this destiny for you from the beginning. See, that's talking to you too, brothers and sisters. You know God has called you. Okay, You know it. You know that I have this destiny for you from the beginning. Continue to seek me and my truth, and I will continue to show you my truth. Not everything in the book is still complete. Now, that's talking specifically to me about my book, and um, I know what she's talking about, and perhaps I will explain that in a few weeks. The Lord says, it's okay. I'm showing you and revealing. Stay teachable, and I will show you those things that you must speak. Now, be that an encouragement to you, brothers and sisters. Be that an encouragement. Right now, I know you try to talk to people, and they will not hear you. I understand. I live in the same world you do. It takes a bulldozer to drag them into church and a feather to run them off. But see, that's the reason we have to understand these things that are coming. These things that God are sending, these difficulties, are sent from God. And they are sent trying to wake people up. I was watching Fox News this morning. And let me just say before I play this, this is a clip from Franklin Graham. I love my fellow brothers and sisters, and I have a rule. I don't criticize other brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, I've been on the receiving side of correction, and I, (laughs) I know, as you know, that God does not need any help correcting his own. So let me just say right up front, I love Franklin Graham, I love Billy Graham, I love their ministry, and it may be that Franklin Graham, when he gets to heaven, is going to have a whole lot more souls than me, and probably in the kingdom he is a lot higher up than me, so I'm certainly not criticizing him. But I am trying to explain to you why it is so hard to get some of those fat fish or the fish sleeping on the dock to wake up and to listen, because the truth is, God does send difficulty in our life to try to get us to stop sinning and repent to turn to Jesus. Let me say it again. God does send difficulty in our life, specifically. He does send storms, fires, hurricanes, tornadoes, and earthquakes to try to get our attention, meaning that this storm that's hitting right now, Understand, brothers and sisters, it's not an accident. What just hit Hawaii, it's not an accident. It is the hand of God. Okay, so here's what Franklin Graham said this morning that I disagree with. Can you just tell us a little bit about your mission statement? 
Samaritan's Purse, we're a non-denominational Christian organization. Uh, we go in and we help people, whatever the case may be, whether it's a flood or whether it's a tornado. Uh, or whether it's a war scene somewhere in the world. But we go in the name of Jesus Christ. And as a Christian, I want people to know that God loves them and hasn't forgotten them. And of course, many people think when a storm comes that maybe God is mad at them. And He's not. Uh, we, we, we send chaplains from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association uh, to come with our teams as volunteers so we can minister to mm -hmm. the spiritual needs of people. And of course, many people think when a storm comes that maybe God is mad at them. And He's not. Many people think when a storm comes that maybe God is mad at them. And He's not. God is mad at them, and he's not. God is mad at them, and he's not. Again, I'm not trying to criticize Franklin Graham. I mean, probably if I was in his shoes going in to try to minister in some very difficult positions, I might not say this is not God. I wouldn't tell him something that's not accurate. But at the same time, I wouldn't turn around and say, oh, this is the hand of God. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you got to have wisdom, okay? So I understand why he's saying that. But on the other hand, he needs to understand that watchmen like us are trying to bring what the real prophets, like Demetri Dudeman and others, and what the Bible says and how God does speak. So how's God going to talk to a nation? Do you think he's going to go talk to Trump and Trump's get on TV? And, oh, hey, God told me. God sent an angel. God said this. I had a dream. You think America will listen to that? Nope. What they will listen to, though, is storms, fires, hurricanes, floods, earthquakes, meteors. I mean, look. Look at the history. Let me just briefly read the history. This is just from last year, 2017. Over the, those particular 12 months, these were some, some, not all, some of the greatest disasters to hit America last year. You, you don't think this is an accident, do you? Hurricane Harvey, Hurricane Irma, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Nate. That's four hurricanes, boom, 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 right back to back. Then, of course, we had the California wildfires, which, by the way, we have wildfires again right now, and we have hurricanes again right now. Then we had Hurricane, uh, well, uh, Harvey, I mentioned that. Then we had the Idaho wildfires, then Montana wildfires, Oregon wildfires, Washington wildfires. Then we had the North American heat wave. Then we had California floods, mudslides. North American ice storm of mid-January 2017, a tornado outbreak and floods in April, tornado outbreak in January, tornado outbreak. That's kind of hard to say, tornado outbreak. Uh, so as three different tornado outbreaks, that's just not one. That's storms of tornadoes. Okay, Stan, you got scripture to prove that this stuff is out of the Bible and this stuff is actually the hand of God. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Matthew 24, verse 6. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Okay, well, if the end is not yet, what is the sign for the end? So here he tells us the signs. For nation shall rise against nation. That's a war. I believe he's talking about World War One, World War Two, and soon to come, World War Three. Nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines, pestilences, and here it is, here it is, earthquakes in divers places. Yes, earthquakes have increased in both severity and how many they have per year. 
But he goes on to say, these are the beginning of sorrows. Then we go on to what Daniel Rhodes said, August 12, 2013. He was given words from the Lord of soon cataclysmic events to hit American soil. America will be destroyed by a nuclear attack from Russia after an economic collapse, possibly caused by a cataclysmic event involving an earthquake and a tsunami. Did you hear that? Let me read that again, because isn't that really confirming what Efrem Rodriguez told us? A nuclear attack from Russia following an economic collapse, possibly caused by a cataclysmic event involving earthquakes and tsunamis. Hmm. Then Shane Warren spoke and made a DVD, which is an awesome DVD. If you haven't got it, you ought to get it. It's called The Storm Judgment and Revival. And he says that he saw there's going to be a new Madrid earthquake that will divide America. And he heard an audible voice say, they divided my land. Now I will divide their land, meaning that when and if, heavy on the if, when and if America splits Israel, God will split America. Then we jump to February 3rd, 2006. This comes to Michael Boldea. This is grandson and interpreter of Dimitri Dudeman. The same angel that spoke to Dimitri began to come to speak to Michael Boldea and give him dreams and visions also. I dreamt I was in a hotel room, asleep. When the bed began to shake violently, I knew that something was happening right away. Having lived in California in the 80s, I keenly was aware of how an earthquake felt. Suddenly, I was no longer in the bed, but high above San Francisco Bay, looking down on the Golden Gate Bridge. As I watched, it began to shudder, break apart, and then fall into the waters below. I continued to watch the devastation, seeing buildings collapse and masses of people trying to find shelter. Then a voice spoke out of the heavens, a voice I'd never heard before, a voice of great authority. I will shake this land from its foundations, such as the eyes of this generation has not seen. The world will stand in awe and will tremble in fear, as even the very geography of this nation will be transformed. My wrath is ready to be poured out, for sin has overrun my temple. In my dream, I began to weep, not due to the devastation I was seeing, but due to the great power of the voice I was hearing. I woke up trembling, unable to breathe, and and as tired as I was, I still couldn't go to sleep again. Shortly before sunrise, my phone rang, and when I answered, it was my brother Daniel. Are you awake? Yes, I answered. I had a dream last night, he continued. It was a terrible dream. I dreamt of a great earthquake coming to America. When I told him I'd had the same dream, he was silent for some time and then said, I'm coming over so we can pray. He just arrived at my apartment, and about that time, my phone rang. It was a brother from 200 kilometers away. He's prophetically gifted and has spoken many words over me that have come to pass. Is this Mike, the voice said? Yes. He says, I had a dream last night, and I felt I needed to call and tell you about it. I dreamt of a terrible earthquake in America. I saw a big bridge that just collapsed. I saw destruction as I've never seen before. Does this mean anything to you? Before I hung up, he said, Mike, I've had many dreams in my life. The Lord willed it so, but none has scared me 
as the dream as I had last night. Only God can protect someone through something like that. There is no other hope but to run to him. Now, the point is here, brothers and sisters, in the broadcast yesterday, we were talking about fires, storms, hurricanes, tornadoes, and what was missing from the list is earthquakes. So today, we're talking about earthquakes because, in my opinion, that's the next thing we're going to see. And as long as these storms and fires and hurricanes continue, actually, you, you can't believe this, but that actually might be a good thing because the earthquake is going to be the next level of difficulty up, meaning it's better that we have tornadoes, storms, ice storms, snowstorms, heat storms, floods, mudslides. I know it sounds crazy, doesn't it? But can you understand that there are levels with the Lord? I mean, look, you know, you just look at the seals, the trumpets, and the vials. It starts off fairly easy, but it's like birth pains. Each birth pain gets stronger and closer together. And brother and sisters, we are, let me say it again, we are in the birth pains. And it's like a woman in travail. Next, I'm telling you, next is earthquakes. That's after the storms and the hurricanes and things like that stop. And if we're lucky, if we're blessed, we may only have another two or three or four years of the storms and fires and hurricanes, hopefully before the earthquakes hit. Because I think what he's saying is the earthquakes are much worse than the storms and the floods and the hurricanes. Let's go on to, uh, let's get to the classic now. Prophet Ephraim Rodriguez, I've said this many times, we had him in to speak and made a DVD called Catastrophe Meteor Tsunami and Earthquake. Now, yes, you can order DVDs uh, by going to prophecyclub.com, but you can also go to watchprophecyclub.com and you can put in your $20 gift, I think it is, monthly 20 bucks or a year for $200. You can watch, what is it, uh, over 160 I think they're now maybe up to 200 different DVDs. You can watch all for 20 bucks a month. You can't beat that, okay? Uh, in other words, you can go to watchprophecyclub.com right now as I speak, and you can uh, put in a credit card, and you can go watch Catastrophe, Meteor, Tsunami, and Earthquakes right now. Okay, so anyway. So we had this guy in from Puerto Rico, prophet, saw a vision. Large meteor hit near Puerto Rico, caused a thousand-foot-high tsunami at Puerto Rico, but it went up the eastern seaboard, causing a tsunami there 200 to 400-foot-high. Now, try to imagine, 200 to 400-foot-high? I mean, your average tall building in your average city is about 200-foot-high. 400-foot-high? I mean, we're talking about higher than most any skyscraper in most of the cities, only the highest of the high skyscrapers reach the 400-foot level. So 200, 400 foot high, and that it would go inland for 20 to 100 miles inland. You know what that do to the East Coast? Gone. Kill everybody, destroy everything, it'd be gone. I don't even think they'd even try to rebuild. And he said, but where it hit was even more devastating. It's going to hit the Mississippi River Valley Fault that runs up the Mississippi River up to the Great Lakes and splits America wide open from the Great Lakes all the way down to the Gulf of Mexico, splitting it wide open, not a little crack. Well, and let me put it this way. 
in the DVD that I made. Uh, see, because here, here's the story on that. So I'd invited Ephraim in. I thought, okay, you know, is there anybody else that's seen a meteor hit America or hit Puerto Rico? And so I got on the internet and yeah, unfortunately I found six people who saw a large meteor hit near Puerto Rico. Near Puerto Rico. I mean, what are the chances? Okay. And uh, four people saw a tsunami hit East Coast of the United States. Six people saw America split in two pieces. Three people saw large chunks of California fall in the ocean. But nine people saw that it happened because America split Israel. I hope you're praying so that America won't split Israel. We split Israel and it's over. Now let's, uh, let's jump to a few scriptures because sometimes we get to thinking, oh, Maybe these people aren't really hearing from God. This can't really be my God because he's positive. Yes, I know. There's there's a lot of preachers. As a matter, matter of fact, let me say something about that. I understand why preachers are positive because their heart is to preach the word of God. And they preach as much truth as the people will receive. But the problem is, in America... Americans, the citizens, the lay people, the people in the pews, think they run the show. See, we don't believe in kings and queens in America. We don't believe anybody's above us. So when it comes to church, we don't think that man up there behind the pulpit, that woman behind the pulpit, we don't think she's or he is any better than us. We are in charge. We give our money. So consequently, uh, by the way, uh, that's wrong, <laughs> because in the kingdom of God, there's a lot of different levels. Kingdom of God, okay? So the pastor is limited by what the people will receive. And since in America, they don't want to receive anything that's negative. I mean, I mean, look at Prophecy Club. You know, we used to be on 80 radio stations and 25 TV stations. How's that going now? It's not going so good. But you know what? I'm not going to quit walking down that dock because I know at the end of the day, God is going to give me, well, I heard an audible voice say, I'll just tell you, I'm going to, I'm giving you part of the harvest from the seeds sown by Billy Graham. So I know he's going to use me powerful in these last days. And I know he's also going to use you. That's why you're listening. So you can get all prepared. So anyway, let's go to the scriptures a minute. Jeremiah 50 verse 46. And the noise of the, at the noise of the taking of Babylon, the earth is moved, and the cries heard among the nations, and the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together, and every mountain and island removed out of their places. Skipping down Revelation sixteen twenty, and every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. All this sounds like earthquakes, doesn't it? Every valley should be exalted, every mountain and hill should be made low, and the crooked should be made straight, and the rough places plain. That's an earthquake. That's a giant worldwide earthquake as Jesus is returning and he's removing all of the mountains. He's filling in all the sea because eventually there won't be any sea. Everything in the sea dies. I mean, that's what was uh, the fifth and the sixth vial. Everything in the city is sea. Everything in the sea, everything in the aquifers, everything in the rivers, everything, 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 they all die. Because all, all the water on earth turns to blood. Then you go to Luke 3, 5. Every valley should be filled, every mountain should be brought low, and the crooked should be made straight, and the rough places should be made smooth. That's all part of the Feast of Trumpets, uh, upon which Jesus returns as a lion. I'll give you a little hint. He also returns as the lamb, too. That's right. 
Uh, don't worry, I got a scripture at the right time. We'll cover that. Anyway, I'm, I'm about out of time today, so let me make a, a couple of quick scriptures here, and then let's let's close. We'll continue this probably, probably continue this tomorrow. Isaiah 24 verse 1: Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down, and scattereth abroad the inhabitants thereof. Then you skip down to verse 19: The earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean, dissolved, means it's a nice, round, smooth ball, no valleys, no hills, no mountains. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage. That's a hammock swinging in the wind. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. There's a time coming when Jesus is going to do away with the old heaven and the old earth. And he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven, adorned as a bride, prepared for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men. And he shall be with them and be their God, and they shall be with him. And God himself shall dwell with them and be their God. I think I missed a word or two of that. But the point is, there's a new world coming. This whole world, that's the reason all this environmentalism, I mean, don't destroy the earth, but environmentalism stuff, it's just rubbish, okay? God, Jesus is going to return, I think, in my lifetime, and I'm 65. I, I do think that. And he's going to destroy this whole world. He's going to make a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Lord, thank you for sending these people to listen to such hard words Thank you for preparing them to be used in the days ahead, to be soul winners, to give an answer to those that ask. And Lord, ask you to bless the people that bless this ministry, that not just listen, but also to bless it. Bless them, press down, shaking together and running over. Be the voice behind them that speaks and says, this is the way, walk ye in it. Cause them to mount up with wings as eagles and run and not grow weary and walk and not faint. And a thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it will not come nigh them. For only with thine eyes shall they behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall those people that are in Christ. Thank you for listening, thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your gifts of support. God bless. Now from the Prophecy Club, some exciting opportunities for you. Over 150 conferences and 50 debates defending the King James Version gives Adam Johnson the right to tell us what is the best Bible version in his new triple DVD set called King James or 400 Counterfeits, available at prophecyclub.com, gift of $45, prophecyclub.com. Get my last two DVDs, Revelations on Revelation and Kings and Priests, both of them three DVDs for a gift of just $40 at prophecyclub.com. Revelations on Revelation, 12 Revelations on Revelation, 12 tips on memorizing scripture. Jesus is not the primary message of Revelation. What is? My biggest revelation, the morning star and lots more. And Kings and Priests, what's the third woe? Who are the nations? Are all the saints kings and priests or some kings, some priests? 
What is the difference between kings and priests? And much more. Both DVDs gift of $40 at prophecyclub.com. Revelations on Revelation, kings and priests. Prophecyclub.com, gift of $40. God will bless you. Go visit watchprophecyclub.com, where you can watch over 160 Prophecy Club titles for an introductory monthly recurring subscription of just $20 a month or a yearly subscription for $200. The early $200 subscription is the best deal because it locks in your rate against increases in monthly subscriptions. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. You'll love the format. It's easy to watch, and the quality is great. WatchProphecyClub.com. WatchProphecyClub.com. Go check it out today. I really want you to get these seven DVDs. Top Soviet War Plans for America, Russian Defector Warns America, I Saw Subs Attack America, Russian Bear Awakes, Babylonians Are Coming, Russia's Secret Weapon, Storm Judgment and Revival, and the First 34 Orders. Also, get Jeff Nyquist's book, Origins of the Fourth World War Free, valued at $230 for a gift of $50. But... You can call 785-266-1112 and get a code and go to watchprophecyclub.com and you can watch all seven of them for the next 90 days for a gift of just 20 bucks. 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. Watch all seven of them for 90 days, gift of $20.